for your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and breast for your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and breast for your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and breast for your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and breast live from the gruber law offices one call that's all studios at the avenue this is scalzo and breast Presented by Bud Light party, on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Scales over us, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, you the Scalzo and Bruss family calling text to 800 990 ESPN. That's 990 3776. Kristen O'Town says, Josh is the man. Rogers will come out of his darkness retreat claiming he ate his own poop to get enlightenment. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Chris. Ron in the key. Uh, said darts are you better at darts when you're stoned that could be a little I dangerous thought about that one but i had no clue ron says uh but yes that's like the idiot who thinks they drive better if they're higher buzz because they focus more yeah it doesn't work like that q from artland says my son loves the fart noises michael and middleton says they get hurt they get hurt too much talking about the packers one two punch in the Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, in case you missed it, the Athletic has an NFL evaluation model uh, in which they rank all the positional groups for each team, 1 to 32, based on the team's need to upgrade at each position. The Packers uh, for the wide receiver in the NFL are at 8. That means that there are 24 teams that need to upgrade their roster at that wide receiver position more so than the Green Bay Packers. And I, I'm missing something because there are no good free agents hitting the market None. this year. None. So it's a horrible like. So do like if you are interested in the NFL and how the Green Bay Packers get better at the wide receiver position, I urge you to go look at who's available. It's disgusting. So I don't understand like what am i missing with all the good wide receivers certainly signed to teams next year the packers have a one-two punch neither of which uh, had over 700 yards receiving both are coming into their second year i think both could be good receivers and yet when i look at the list from the athletic of teams that they think need to upgrade their wide receiver position more than the packers the rams well with here- cooper cup the Dallas Cowboys with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, who have one of the best one-two punches in the NFL, with A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, who are both under contract. How would they need to upgrade their wide receiver position more so than the Packers? I want to take this a step missing? further. Because you had asked before we went to break, like, is this enough? Is Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs enough? The answer is no. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, the answer is no. And so, as much as as much as we're hearing that like Goody needs to have a conversation with Rodgers uh, to make sure he's fully bought in, and I want them invested as much as we had invested in them, and coming to OTAs. And here's my thing: I'm looking at the TV right now, and I'm laughing because even though the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, 
And even though the like like just think about the two teams in the Super Bowl real quick, right? Think about this. The Eagles were on the list as teams as a team that needs to address the wide receiver position more than the Packers, yet they also have a tight end in Dallas Goddard, who like is a top tier tight end. The Packers don't even have that either. And so when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, right? They had bodies. They brought in everybody. Sky Moore is a rookie. Kadarius Toney from the Giants. McCole Hardman was hurt and didn't play. MVS from the Packers. And you know who else? The best tight end in NFL football. So saying is it, is it enough in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs goes beyond the answer yes. Or no, it's not enough. It goes beyond that because they need to address even a hell of a lot more than that because they don't even have anything to hold on to for the tight end position. Like, the, like, if I'm Aaron, everyone's making this right now about Goody and what Goody needs to tell Aaron. I don't blame Aaron for, you know, thinking about what he wants to do if he wants to come back and if there's an, a better opportunity for him elsewhere. He should be exploring ev- everything because he should be like, hey, Goot, Dobbs, Watson, great. You said it yesterday. He's like, those guys are supposed to be good when I have gray hair. Not next year. You should have drafted somebody in 2020 with Jordan Love's pick, and they would have been primed next year, and it would have been great to have Dobbs and Watson as the ancillary guys with who you drafted three years ago. There's a lot that I'd be asking if I was Aaron Rodgers, not the other way around. Is the one-two punch of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs good enough for this Packers offense to get to where it needs to go despite who the quarterback is? 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. We'll open up the phone lines again, 800-990-ESPN. Josh, he's milking it, man. Our producer, Josh DiMaggio, on his second day off of work, He's blaming us, Greg. He can't believe that uh, we would put him in a light and not defend him and him not liking small talk uh, when he's on the phone. I can't believe when I'm battling the flu that these guys would do that to me, shaking my head. That's what he texted our bodyguard, Jason and Madison. Josh is full-on milk-it mode. This is unbelievable. Hope your diarrhea is... Horrible. Uh, when I'm battling the flu. Okay. All right. Taking notes on that one. Yeah. And by the way, like don't 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 go to don't go to our guy, you know, and, and, and try to milk it from our guy Jason. Yeah, Jason's gonna see right through your crap. Literally. See what I did there? I agree. They need to do more. And when you see a team like the Eagles go ahead and go out and get an AJ Brown and see how that changes the dynamic of their offense, uh that's impactful. When you see the Dolphins go out and get a guy at Tyree Kill and it changes the dynamic of their offense, that's impactful. Maybe Watson and Dobbs at some point can be the one-two punch that people want to see. But next season, that's not going to be enough. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it is Jordan Love, the idea that you're building this offense, unless all of a sudden Matt LaFleur can figure things out a little bit better, and maybe try to reconfigure this offense where it's not all dependent on timing routes between Aaron Rodgers and his wide receivers because he's not getting a whole lot of help from the offense. Uh, from the get game plan. Then, like, yeah, 
they're going to need some other playmakers that can get open very easily uh, and that might be able to change the dynamic of how they build that offense ultimately. But uh, I was just flabbergasted by that ranking uh, when it came to uh, the athletic of putting on uh, of putting on eighth in the NFL. Six out of ten, by the way, in terms of priority, meaning the highest priority would be ten, and six would be uh, low. Greg Scalzel's dollar a month after that article, gone. Business gone. I mean, it's so cheap, I don't even notice it. Dollar a month. You don't notice anything. You don't don't subscribe to The Athletic? I don't. Like Again, Josh DiMaggio is our dark web guy. There's something cool about saying like, "Hey Josh, I need this. I need this article." And he backdoors it to me. I think he just pays for those subscriptions sometimes. Sometimes. Jason, the official and official muscle, says you're. De- I'm definitely better at Warzone when I play stoned. Bill Four in Wawatosa chimes in. Says, "How much did the Packers pay the Athletic?" <laughs> That's a good question. The pre- you did say the propaganda machine is out. It's just the wide receiver thing is insane to me. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird place to. to They've be got like, the safeties as the worst in the NFL, or the need, the biggest need to upgrade in all of the NFL. I think that they've got cornerbacks at four, meaning there's only three other teams that are more secure in their cornerbacks. Now the Packers do have Stokes, Douglas, and Jair. And Jair. makes but, sense. But if the it's Packers go in and out of this offseason and start next year with just Dobbs, Watson, Torre. As you know, one, two, three, not in that order, obviously. And then the second or third round draft pick that they picked this year? Maybe, but this is telling me that they need to upgrade the tight end. They need to upgrade the safety. They need to upgrade other positions way more than they need to upgrade uh, the the wide receiver. I mean, if you look at this, their, their need to upgrade starts with safety, then goes to tight end. Uh, then goes to edge rusher, then goes to defensive line, and then it goes to the wide receiver. Do you know what hurts me most when you read that out loud? Weren't three of the first four defensive positions? Edge rusher, safety, and... Uh, Correct, and defensive and line. Defensive line. Think about how much capital they've put into the draft. Yeah, between the draft picks and the investment, right? In the free agents. That's really bad. I mean, at the safety position, you could say Amos's best years are behind him. He's a really good player. Savage was Maybe a miss in the draft. Maybe bounce back. Savage was a miss in the draft. Um, and uh, and then you you look at that edge rusher rusher position. You have to be concerned about Rashawn Ford in there because Darnell Savage was so bad. Rashawn Gary, can he bounce back from the ACL injury? Preston Smith, at some point, you know, is, continues to plug away. He's a consistent player. They need to upgrade there. Uh, and defensive line, sounds like the belief is they missed out on Wyatt. Because you drafted a defensive lineman in the first round to pair with Kenny Clark, who, who you gave a whole bunch a of, money. of money. There's a lot of misses on that defense. I think that's a good point as well. 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. We'll be back to talk more about it. Actually, no, we got over under coming up next. It's a Thursday, right? It is, sir. 
800-990-3776. We need caller six and caller nine. Caller six, caller nine for over-under coming up next on Scalzo and Bross. Uh, Chris Larson is a category. We don't know what it is. He's applied an over-under line for the amount of correct answers. Ben and I will get out of ten guesses within three minutes. We're not sure what that is either. Winners going to win themselves a fantastic gift card. 800-990-3776. Caller six, caller nine to play over-under here on Scalzo and Bross. We'll be back with you next. It's Scalzo and Bross presented by Bud Light. Here on Scalzo and Bros, we're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Bros, Greg Scalzo, you, the Scalzo and Bros family, calling, texting 800 990 Nick from East Troy says Devontae Wyatt was not a miss, LOL. Thought he made you laugh. I, I'm not saying that he was a miss. I'm saying by the fact that he's ranked. Based off the rank. That ranking uh, that. You need, uh, th- there's a greater need to add at the defensive line position than there is at the wide receiver position. Tells me that this evaluation model from the athletic places higher value on both Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson than they do on Devontae White. And Wyatt was drafted before them, right? Because you have a bona fide number one defensive lineman in Kenny Clark, you don't have one in the wide receiver position. And you need more wide receivers generally than you need a defensive lineman, although the number tends to be comparable. Also, I mean, what did Devontae Wyatt do to really... He's a rookie. I'm not saying... Like, we were referencing the, art, like, the article, but to have an LOL reaction to, like, Devontae Wyatt? Like, how could you do that? Like, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I, I'm not an expert in line play either, so, like, it's not like when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I see him doing this really well... When you see really good players, it's easy to identify. Yeah. Okay, this you see that you see the push. great, but like, yeah, he's he's not that guy yet. We had Germantown says I can also confirm that gaming while stoned is better for me. It calms me down and keeps me from raging. And the less frustrated I am, the better I play. I also feels like it slows things down a little in fast paced FPS type games. I don't play video games, so I don't even know what we're talking about there. You know what, Chris? Let's get right to some uh, over under. Will the guys hit the over, or will they disappoint like they usually do? It's time for Over Under on Scalzo and Brust. It is Over Under on Scalzo and Brust. Here's how the game works. Chris Larson has a category. We don't know what it is. He's applied an Over Under line to that category for the amount of correct guesses Ben and I will get. Out of 10, or excuse me, the amount of correct answers Ben and I will get out of 10 guesses within three minutes. Caller number six, you learned of both. Uh, and that's Brandon and Racine. He believes in us. He says, I'm over. I think the guys will do it. That means caller number nine, you're stuck on the other side. That's Iron Mike in Green Lake. Strong Chris, name. What do we have this week? And today's category is the most followed people on Twitter. The most followed people on Twitter over under set at six and a half. I don't think this is a good one for us. I I, I don't think so either. Um. All right. You ready to start it? Start the clock up. Here we go. Uh, Elon. Elon Musk has got to be up there. Final. You're killing us, Chris. 
Ding, so, ding, I'm ding, trying ding. to find the uh, ding, ding, ding for you Okay, guys. all right, but it's Just right. Tell us. Elon Musk is correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, do we say Trump? Is he is not on Twitter? I think he got reinstated since Musk came back. I, dude, I don't know. Donald Trump. Trump final answer. Um, what about The Rock? Is he a big social media guy? I think I think so. All right, try The Rock. The final Rock answer. final answer. I mean, wouldn't it be like Kim Kardashian? Yeah, but like she's like Instagram. Is that not Twitter? No. <laughs> People want to look at her, not see what she has to say. Whoa. I mean, I'm just being honest. Um, I mean, other singers? Dude, I have no idea. Oh, let's stay with presidents. Obama, for sure. Oh, I like that. Final answer. Yep. Um, it's young. What do young people like? But not too young. Because yeah, they're like say. on the other ones. Like uh, Biebs? Is Justin Bieber <laughs> followed on Twitter a lot? Miley Cyrus? <laughs> I mean, they're on the charts of Spotify, but I don't think people are clamoring to their tweets. But Biebs... But, but it's, it's not about who actually is Bieber engaging final. with the tweets. Whoa! Whoa! I expected an ant there. Yeah. Uh, so um, are, are we four out of five, Chris? Uh, yes, you got uh, Barack Obama, Justin Bieber, Donald Trump. And Elon. We lost the Elon. rock. Four of five. Six and a half? We got to go three of five here. Do we follow suit and just go popular musicians? Miley? Like Miley Cyrus, final answer? Let's <laughs> say final answer with the question mark. Rihanna? Katy Perry? Uh, think like, I don't know, who's controversial? Controversial. Kanye? Kanye final! Yeah, that wasn't a good We're one. Dead. Katy Perry final. No, 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 final! Final. What are you doing? We, we can't get any more Katie wrong. Katy Perry's like the most popular person the other is. We've only gotten two wrong. We've gotten three. Gotten three wrong. Okay. Yeah, what do you what do you want? I don't, I don't know. Not Katy Perry. Rihanna. I'm like, why are we going with singers? Because that's who what cares we follow. Singers freaking tweet. It's not who tweets. I'd rather go with another president than a musician. I don't think W's got a Twitter account. What are you talking about? For sure does. Don't see it often. Maybe <sighs> he doesn't. I don't think so. I think we'd see that one a lot more. What about Biden? Hmm. Ronaldo. Oh, God, this is so good. I love your effort, though. I, I'm Right now, I know I'm the guy that's just laughing and not providing solutions. 45 seconds left here. All right, 45 seconds. <laughs> uh, I've got Katy Perry, Rihanna, Ronaldo. Um, I don't know if, like... Does Putin have a Twitter? Do they have to be people? This is the most followed people on Twitter. Huh. Does these, Putin I have a Twitter? Say, I will say these are all people. Okay. All living human beings. So I can't guess like Twitter itself. Um, you know, like well, twenty uh, seconds here. Which of my which of my guesses do you like the most? Katy Perry, Rihanna, or uh, who else did I say? Katie. Ronaldo. <laughs> Katy Perry. Final answer. Yeah. Did we win? No. 
And no, your, t- gotta, your time's up too, by the way. Pick another one. You know you got to give us a heads up. I just gave you a heads up. You said forty-five seconds. I said forty-five seconds. seconds. Can, I said twenty you seconds. Didn't say twenty seconds. You've been that. really delaying things. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Hell yeah, Greg! You're awesome. So Did one, we win? One more guess. If you want, go ahead. No. No, we have six. We have six. So we're six. I mean, we kind of right lost now. already. We kind of lost. Time. The timer ran out. But the timer's not ticking either. I know. Josh DiMaggio did not give him the right imaging. We usually have Here's two the deal. minutes. It's ten. I guessed nine. it before the buzzer. I don't think it is. But if Rian is it, on there, it's got to be a win. With that. All right. So you want? Uh, you know who's on the list here now? No, we want to guess Rihanna. Oh, you want to guess Rihanna? Here is this a win or a loss? I, I, I you lost because you ran out of time. Even though I gave you guys the time, Chris runs a tight ship. He does run a tight ship. <laughs> and I will say, Josh did give me the info for it, but I had it in preview, and I needed to give you the right, uh, the buzzer or correct answer buttons, and the timer ran out. So I had to do the timer myself in my head. What do you mean in your head? Well, off the, off the, off the <laughs> clock. What? Obviously. Off the clock. Well, like, and it took yeah. like 45 seconds for us to know if the first one's the right answer. There's a lot this of controversy is, yeah, here. I don't, I don't know how, how I feel about this one. I still say you guys lost. I don't care what you say. What does ESPNWestContest.com say? <sighs> I don't know. This is going to have to go to a higher ruling, an arbitrator here. Let's get the full list. And we ended up getting them all right. I blame you partially for this because you didn't let me run with any of my answers. I did call you pretty dumb. I said Katy Perry, and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and it took 45 seconds later, and I'm like, pick one. And you're like, Katy Perry. One of the names on here, I don't even know who this person is. So <laughs> maybe you guys probably won't either. But hey, let's go over the list here. So number one, most followed people on Twitter, Barack Obama, 133.5 million followers. We got that. Number two, Elon Musk, 129.2 million followers. Number three, Justin Bieber, 113.7 million. Okay. Number four, Katy Perry, 108.9 million followers. Number five, Rihanna, 108.1 million followers. You're good. Number six, Cristiano Ronaldo, 107.7 million followers. Number seven, Taylor Swift, 92.4 million followers. We missed Swift? How do we... Number, I'm stupid. Number eight, Donald Trump at 87.7 million followers. Really number nine, the person, I don't know who this is, I had to look it up. Narendra Modi, 86.6 million followers. Uh, it's the Prime Minister of India, I believe. That makes sense. And then number 10, Ariana Grande, 85.2 million. She's old news. So not even Beyonce? Queen Bay didn't get on there? Wow. Uh, Cam in the Heights says it should be a win from a technicality. I don't know. I think Chris is the official ruler. Is that the case? Like, I feel like Josh... You know what, Chris? Let's call Josh DiMaggio while he's sick and make him make the final ruling. Let's get let's get Joshy to do a final... We know he's listening. We'll get him to do a final ruling on this. I'm okay with that. I mean, I feel really good about my guesses, too. Dude, I... I, I I'm shocked... I mean, your wealth of knowledge. I thought Kim Kardashian for sure was going to be. I thought even our bad guesses were good get Like, our, the wrong ones were still good guesses. I feel good about The Rock still. The Rock is maybe <laughs> the most questionable one. 
the, uh, the I think you're very smart here. Speaking of smart, I'll tell you about my friends at Smart Spaces. They help your business adapt to the virtual world as it is today. The world is changing. You have hybrid work environments. You've got virtual work environments. Well, Smart Spaces helps your company space Get with the times, become smarter, more technologically integrated, and able to perform beautifully across all virtual meeting environments to get you the right technology for the right reasons by listening to your business's needs and providing seamless solutions for your office. It's what they did for us here at ESPN Milwaukee and, uh, and at the Third Street Market Hall for our build out. It's fantastic. They built all the technology seamlessly into our, uh, into our offices so that we could do what we do best. And let the technology handle everything else. We've got screens outside of our conference rooms to tell you who's reserving that. Push one button and boom, it brings you right into a team meeting with an auto-switching camera so that you can have hybrid meetings while you're in person with some people, virtual with others. It is incredible. Check out how they can help your business today as true interior integrators, smartspaceswi.com. Com. We now welcome in the uh, normal producer of the Scalzo and Brust family. I, am I going to get in trouble for putting Josh on the air while he's off on a sick day? I feel like this is on brand. This is game, right, Josh? You're not going to tell me. Yeah. Who, who, who's going to get me in trouble anyway? What's yeah. wrong with he, sounds, he doesn't sound great. He, yeah. He sounds weird on the phone, too. Yeah, a little weird on the phone. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I was listening to that whole thing. How do we roll uh, this? Like, I'm not even being. This is a win in the Scalzo and Bruss like personal column. Yep. Yeah. But I, I figured that would be. But in terms of like Brandon Racine, who called in and believed in us on the over, Iron Mike stuck on the under. How do we rule this? I think in the uh, interest of being legal and Chris having the timer, not getting enough answers in does technically mean. You guys did not get the over there. Did we call uh, Jesse not Nelson? Having, no, not Josh having finished. the countdown. Not having the countdown is certainly an unfair portion of the game. Uh, but at this point, what can you do? It seems like it has to go to the under winner. And Chris, who's, the, who's ask, the quickest draw in the West, took like thirty seconds yeah, to figure out the first, the first question. I don't want to. I don't want to blame Chris for anything. He's stepping in duty. I did give him the timer. He had some mix-ups back there. Yeah, that was that, that was no my idea. bad. No, Chris, you don't yeah, have to. Yeah. None of this is your fault. This is Josh's fault no, for getting absolutely sick. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the blame for this already. I do want to add, though. I would like a full forensic study of Greg Skelso's computers in front of him because those names. Do I it. made this list earlier today. Do it. There, those names. All showed up the, just right in a row. Who pulls out Katy Perry? Ben, come on. That's fishy, right? Honestly, what I was thinking the of was Super Bowl halftime performance. performances. That's where I got Let's my start. brain into. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you That's know. That's why I hit Rihanna in, because uh, in, once we hit Bieber, we guessed Miley, which was wrong. And then when he said Bieber, he thought about attractive male yeah, species, and just, that's where Cristiano Ronaldo went, popped in his head. It went Katy Perry, Rihanna, Cristiano Ronaldo, and I believe those are directly in order. Which yeah, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I forget what John what, yeah, what did there. You can run a full forensic, because, Josh, you know, I don't bring my computer into, into the studio. Yeah, but you have two monitors in front of you. I know, but my point is, is you can history probably put history on all these. As our dark web guy, yeah. feel free to run a forensic test. I will. I have nothing this, to hide. This is, this is not ending here. This is not ending here or today. But are you, you going to have some soup for dinner, Josh? So, so do we award both prizes? Is that how this works? Or is, is Brandon Racine uh, crap out of luck? 
I mean, I, I'm not paying for it. Let's give them both stuff. All Why right. not? All right. Brandon and Racine and Iron Mike and Green Lake, <laughs> due to the technicality, you're both winners today. And the Scalzo and Bross versus Joshy. Uh, uh, countdown, this counts as a win. How many participation trophy type things are we going to get on the text line now? Awarding both winners. How do you want me to do this? I'm just trying to make it fair. Well, Joshy made the ruling. I mean, not really. I kind of asked if both of them. Josh said only Iron Thank Mike you for the call. It. Thank you, Joshy. Feel better. Thank Thanks you for, for the, the call. call. Mark and Janesville says non-win. My clock was up before the last two guesses and because you missed Tay-Tay. His clock? Taylor Smith. Mark and Janesville's timing us. Dan Andrews says, uh, Scal, sorry, calling BS on your lucky guesses. Benny needs to do an inquisition. Ben, I will pull up the history on these monitors here on this computer. I am fine to do that. You could, and actually, yeah. it might be a fun exercise for us to look at the history here. Um, more, let's, let's, let's reveal the, uh, host search history on our work computers next. We can take a screenshot and send it out to everybody. We'll do that. I've got nothing to hide. I'm a man of, uh, of truth and honesty and integrity. That's, Coming that's, from the guy who got kicked out of his private school sophomore year high school. I don't need to go back there. I don't need to go back there. It is Scouts and Ross presented by Bud Light. Grateful Dead Thursday, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. He is Ben Brost. I'm Greg Scalzo. Josh, or excuse me, Chris Larson running the show. Ben, you can come over here. Look at the history on this computer right here. On my way. You know me. I'm horrible with apps, computers. I don't even know if it's possible to delete history, but I'm pulling up the Google Chrome history here. Uh, you could see me looking up this person, uh, Modi, who apparently is in the top 10 list. Prime Minister of India. Yep. Uh, you could see a number of Twitter pieces there. You could see A.J. Brown contract breakdowns because I was fascinated that the Athletic is claiming the Eagles have greater need at the wide receiver position than the Packers do. And I was like, wait, A.J. Brown just signed a big contract. Uh, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs stats to support my argument earlier. Uh, yeah, three and FG's uh, Twitter. Yep. He made the Madison Radicals ultimate Frisbee team. I was looking to see if I could find that Green Bay private flight tracker just after you talked about them going to Malibu. Uh, how to grow two inches. Um, well done. Thank you. Uh, nothing. And I sent you and Josh a screenshot of my phone in terms of my history there. I think I we're clear. Anyone access the phone, but um, you know, as someone who's accused of cheating a lot on this show, I think uh, I also Ron the key said something on Twitter, and this is a cheating scandal from over under, in which we just won. Um, but like honestly, if I was going to cheat, and I said Katy Perry, and Ben was like, "No, no, no," why would you say Katy Perry? Why would I have just been like, "Dude, I know it's Katy Perry." Like, like I'm confident. Like we 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 again, we didn't actually win. It was a technicality. We'd actually win because I didn't get them all in on time. Will you uh, show me grace when you uh, accuse me of cheating after this uh, accusation that's been put on you? Probably not. If I'm being honest with you, I don't want to lie to you. It's okay. I can handle it. You've also been caught cheating multiple times. I'm only on the seltzer mile. Pat in Madison chimes in, says, Greg lying through his teeth. He knows Google Chrome intimately loves his incognito mode. 
Does anybody believe the incognito mode is even ever private? Because I don't. Um, it makes me feel good. I don't actually think I use I I use Safari on my phone. I don't have I don't use Google Chrome. On well, my phone. I think there's an incognito mode on, it's on every browser. It's browser. private. Yeah. Either way, I do use the incognito mode, but by no means. Even though, like, it's like, oh yeah, like it's. I think the best part about it is I don't want to see my search history. If that if that makes sense, you know what I mean. You know where I'm going there. Kinda. Right. Is it that bad? No, it's not that bad. It's just like afterwards. If, if you catch my drift of where I'm going here, afterwards you're like, what? What just happened? Like, what? What was I actually like? What? Looking at, you know? Yeah, more when you're scrolling through social media, I think, than anything else. Uh, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, we ask you, which is the bigger story? Aaron Rodgers emerging from his darkness retreat or uh, our guy, G, Alex G, Alex Gravat, running the show in Madison right now, um, making the Madison Radicals professional ultimate Frisbee team. So he is now uh, officially a professional athlete. Alex G makes the team at 55%. Rogers out of the dark at 45%. We also ask you, um, was the one-two punch of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs good enough to get the Packers where they need to go despite who the quarterback is? Uh, what do you think the breakout's going to be? 63, yes. 83% no, 17% yes. Thank God. Jim Miller chimes in, it's a silly question. Barry Hallis, Halls chimes in and says, whoa, Dobbs, never heard of him. Yeah, see, that's like, this is proof of the athletic being paid it's, off by the Packers. It's just a wild, wild, wild uh, uh, prognostication of just like, yeah, that one-two punch. Dobbs and Watson. That's that's puts the Packers as uh, eighth team. Twenty four teams that need wide receiver to upgrade that position more than the Packers do. And locally, we've been talking about that. Like that's the one position that that, that really held them back this season. Uh, we also ask, who would you consider to be more of a bad boy? Ben Bross, fifty eight percent. Hell yeah. Greg Scalzo, forty two percent. Such a rebel. You're the bad boy of the show. So. Yesterday, when we had Ryan Wollersheim running the show out of Madison, I tried to get him to say something unique and interesting about himself. Didn't work. Least interesting guy I've ever talked to in my life. Ryan Wollersheim. Wow, that's a little aggressive. Um, Alex G., professional Frisbee player for the Madison Radicals. I want to know if Chris Larson can tell me something unique about him. All right, we'll see what's unique about Chris Larson next. Plus, the Badgers get a big one last night at the Kohl Center, even though it was pretty much empty because of the inclement weather. We'll hit it out all next. It's Galzone Bros presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. You, the Scalzo Brust family, calling, texting 800 Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. That's where Whiskey Lover 54 chimes in. It's his first rule of man surfing the web. Never talk about incognito mode. Second rule of man surfing the web. Never talk about incognito mode. What's to hide? Why? I don't know. I don't get it.
Neither. We all are browsing. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Chris Larson, you're on the clock. Yes. Please tell me the most interesting thing about you. The most interesting thing about me? Oh. Or just something interesting about me that you wouldn't know, probably. Yes, something yes. that we don't know about you or that's interesting to the audience. Uh, not a lot of people probably get to do this when they go to high school, especially when they want to you know, become an... Uh, radio personality or be on the air or, you know, be in our industry. But in high school, I was able to do play-by-play -play for our high school football team for a season. We had a cable access channel, so I worked a lot on that during my high school years when I was, like, 16 years old, and I was able to do play-by-play -play and color also as well for my high school football teams. I believe I still have the tapes somewhere at my house somewhere. i got to try and find them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that not a lot of... People get that chance. A lot of people don't even have a cable access channel that their high school what runs. What is a cable access channel? So things you can you can put like different things on there. You put like parades from the town and stuff like that. It's like a put... very localized cable. Exactly. Yes. yes. Are you a legend in your hometown? I'm not. No. Did that pass the Ben Bruss smell test of interesting? Ah uh, man, no. I get, okay. I have another one then. Perfect. Uh, uh, that's not about me, but it's about my family. Uh, do you know? You guys know who Tony Rice is? Played quarterback for Notre Dame. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah national no championship. Rice. Yeah. Yeah. So he's part of my family. Uh, he married my mom's cousin. So at family reunions, we've in the past we've tossed the ball around and stuff like that. And I mentioned how I, you know, played with him in our NCAA football video game and stuff like that. So yeah, it's uh, we met him a couple times here and that's, there. That's passing so. the smell test. So when Michigan beats Notre Dame, then do you send him the text? I haven't seen him in a long time. Okay. I, so, but uh, yeah, I've, I've seen him a couple of times. Met him a couple of times at old family reunions down the line and stuff like that. But nothing recently, anyway. Okay. Is Alex Gravat the most interesting producer we have? Because he's got three nipples. He's got. Uh, uh, big ears, according to himself. He's six Luscious five, hair. and he's a professional. Um, no Athlete. offense, Chris, but that's that's a lot more uh, stuff out there. That's a little out of the box. Who do you think is the most interesting producer we have uh, here at ESPN Milwaukee or at ESPN Wisconsin? ESPN Wisconsin. Well, I don't really know Alex G that well, so I can't. I can't but I just dropped the highlights right there. Three nipples. You got six to hear five, from him today. Professional frisbee player. I would probably have to go with him then, yeah. Of all the ones I can think of, he's got to be. I, I mean, mean Ashton let, let me Rotman? do this. Ashton Rotman out. Yeah, think? definitely. Okay. What do you mean, do I think? Yeah, he's not interesting. He bakes every night. That's it. He's, he's got a food truck. He actually bakes food. He's not Ben's not using a euphemism for getting stoned. Oh, yes. No, he, he loves to bake food and bring it to the office. But why he's not interesting? He's got a food truck. Well, that's great, but... Okay. Uh, mm. Jesse Nelson. No. Yeah, he's band guy, bowling, but yeah, he's Jesse. Alex Strofe, no. Ryan Wollersheim, absolutely not. Hunter Vaughn, haven't heard from him in years. It's not true. Downtown Molly Brown? Mm. Downtown's got some interesting... Downtown's got some interesting stories about her, but I mean... G's, G's got it all. Yeah, G's, G's up like, there. If, sure. I, if, if, if you are of a course, single... Of course, Chris Larson, in, in what do you think? Josh DiMaggio, not interesting at all? Are you kidding me? He reads books at the bar. Need I say more? He reads books because he wants to? And he brought it to a bar, Chris. Out with Yikes. his out with his fiance or oop, whoa. Whoa. That is not anything that I've heard just for the record. Putting it out into the ether. Yes, that's what I'm doing. 
Badgers with the big win last night at the Cole Center over Iowa. Uh, Lenardi, before the game, had them in his la- as the very last team to make the NCAA tournament. You'd think with a win, a conference win over Iowa, not that they're a world beater. They're um, a projected six seed in the tournament, so it's it's a, only improves those odds. Yeah. If you were to bet on it today, are the Badgers making the NCAA tournament? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Um, but will they not be one of the last four teams in it to play in Dayton? I'm going to say it's more likely that they are in Dayton uh, than when the playing last team in the buys, first yeah. weekend. So if the Badgers end up playing in the play-in in Dayton, they win a game there, and then they win in the round of 64, but they lose before the second weekend, you can still say they won two tournament games, right? Right. Or does that just count as one tournament? Because they don't call it a play-in anymore. Uh, you, still, you still get a tournament win, even if you win the play-in game, or the first four. Or well, Badger was. fans won't count that. Let's just be honest. No, but They'll comes, find any narrative they can but make. If you're, but if you're a Texas Southern or whatever, they give you that win. It's, so it's an NCAA tournament win. If Marquette wins two games in the tournament, gets to the second weekend, and the Badgers win two games in the tournament, but lose their third game, that's equal amount of success between those two teams in the tournament, correct? And the Badgers won head-to-head. Yeah. Okay. Point Badgers. Seeing what sort of leverage we could possibly have. Uh, The the one thing I will add is, if they do go to Dayton, there's been a team that's gone from the play-in and made the Sweet 16, I want to say, like, Five of the last seven years. Yeah, I'm not saying UCLA. UCLA was a play-in team that actually, I want to say, ended up in the Final Four that year. Chris, you're my college basketball savant. They did, yes. Well, I mean, is there anything yesterday? It's the Carter Gilmore game, right? Is there anything for you that you look at? Tyler Wall played well. He did. Tyler Wall played well, and that's what you need. Connor Asesian's going to find his. Chucky Hepburn's got to keep getting comfortable. How good they won by double digits. Asesian could be. A top 10 Badger of all time. Very easily. Yeah. I mean, he already has a better shooting stroke than anyone that I've seen in the program. Like, hands down. The fact that he is able to score at all three levels, like at the rim, mid-range, and specializes in threes and is able to do that as a freshman, and to do it smooth and moves well, cuts well, he's going to stay on the floor because he's already grasped more defensive concepts than I did in my first two years as a, as a Badger. He could be a top five badger but likely a top 10 badger if he stays that's high praise and that's high expectation and i I think again i love the attitude i think everybody loves the attitude he's the one guy that seems to be coming back out into the court after the games uh with a bunch of basketballs to go and get some work in but uh yeah i think this badger team it'll be really fun if they can hit a little bit of a stride because again I, I root for Marquette. I root for when both teams are very good, and, uh, and it makes the rivalry more interesting. I think if Badgers can get hot here, that game next year adds even more, it adds even more juice, uh, especially with the Badgers having beat Marquette uh, and given them the, their lone home loss of the season this year. If I really wanted to troll, I could pick out Shaka for his celebration at Creighton, but I won't. What a good guy you are. The Marquette Basketball Hour coming up next. Speaking of, in Madison, you get the Prep Mania Studio Show. Beaver Dam, it's Joe and Amber.